Welcome to the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast, where you will learn how to identify, evaluate, negotiate, perform due diligence on, finance, turn around and operate mobile home parks. And now, here is your host, the fifth largest mobile home park owner in the United States, Frank Rolf. We all know that a vacant lot is worth nothing, yet an occupied mobile home park lot is worth anywhere from probably thirty to as much as $100,000 a space. This is Frank Rolf with the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast. We're going to talk about the top five ways to quickly fill some of your lots. Now, if you've got some homes sitting in lots that are gathering dust, not getting out the door, or if you are selling homes that want to do it at a more rapid pace, these are five things you can do immediately. They cost very little money and they are extremely effective. The first one is to have a rollover salesperson. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, here's what happens. Typically in most mobile home parks, your manager is not really very effective at answering the telephone. Even if you tell them it's a very high priority, other things always seem to get in the way. And one primary cause is they don't really like to answer the phone anyway. So it's easy for them to rationalize, well, I had to go walk around the property or I had to go meet with this customer about their payment. And of course, that's not entirely true. Sometimes they're sitting there and they just elect not to answer it. But nevertheless, every time the phone rings and no one answers it, you lose that potential sale and it can be crippling. Now, you definitely should be porting your phone number through who's calling. Every park should do that no matter what they have going on, whether they have vacant homes or no homes, because you want to know how your manager is performing as far as answering the phone and what they say to people. But when you're trying to sell homes, it's even more critical because every time that phone rings and goes unanswered, then you don't know that might have been the ultimate buyer of that home. That might be someone calling to say they'll take the home and they'll even pay in all cash. So you can't really afford to have that happen. And at the same time, we have to acknowledge that many of our managers are not professional salespeople. They don't actually enjoy that function. And other than getting homes out the door, it's not even a critical part of their job description. So what you need to do is you need to set it up such that after, say, three or four rings, if the manager does not answer the phone, the phone then forwards again to another person. And that person is basically your rollover salesperson. Now, they can handle, if you have a portfolio of parks, they can handle the phones for all of the parks. But even if you just have one park, you'll still be money ahead to find someone who likes to answer the phone, who likes the concept of selling, and let them answer it for you. Because even if they only do a a 50% good job, it's still a whole lot better than 0%. Now, who could the rollover salesperson be? Well, if you've got a number of parks, it could be an actual paid employee that gets paid well. But if you just have one park, it could be almost anyone. It could be someone else who lives in that mobile home park. It could be yourself, friends and family, whoever you want it to be. Because someone answering that phone, is that's really what's critical. The customer is still going to have to go out and look at the home. They're still going to have to ponder it. If they want to buy it, they'll probably have to apply for a loan with a lender. But what's critical is unless you get that phone answered, then none of those other steps will happen. The next thing you can do is being open nights and weekends. Now, any park would be better off closed on Monday and open on Saturday. Why? Because if you really think about it, most of your customers, if they're going to look at buying that home, they're going to want to go out and see that home after work. 
They're going to want to go out there when they can go out there with their spouse or whoever else they want to have look at it and make that decision with them. And typically that precludes normal business hours, which are nine to five, basically. Unfortunately, that's when most managers want to be in the office is nine to five. The exact right moment that you're never going to get much sold. So instead, you need to have your park open, your office, if you have homes to sell, at least maybe one night a week later, and definitely a Saturday or a Sunday, because that will really give your sales a boost. If you're saying, well, I have, a, I have some homes here and I want to sell them, and they're not going out the door quickly, I guarantee you, if you are open at least on a weekend day and at least one night a week, it will make a huge difference. You're going to capture all those customers that prior gave up and thought, well, I'm not even going to look there because their hours are so impossible for me to make. It's so impractical to think I can get there during the day when I've got my job going on. It'll really be a game changer for you. The third item is just to have standard showing hours. Just have someone in the park unlock the homes at a certain point in the day and then lock them back again at a later time in the day. This eliminates all of the problems of trying to coordinate the customer with your manager on the showings. It also is a key component if you will have a rollover salesperson so that they don't have to try and coordinate either. They just know that the park's homes are always available to see every day from, let's say, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And you have someone that unlock those homes at 11 and close them again again at 5. If you want to go even longer, that's fine too. If you want to extend those on to Saturday and even Sunday, that's also okay. The key item you're getting is not only having a standardized, always open house availability, but most importantly, you don't have to coordinate with the manager. When the customer calls, you don't have to say, oh, you want to come by Tuesday at three. Let me check into that and I'll get back to you. See, that just wasted a bunch of time, kind of killed the enthusiasm of the customer. Who knows, you may never talk to them again. So instead, just have the shortcut of having standard open house hours. It'll make your life a whole lot easier. Next, you need to establish any potential price reductions in advance. So you don't have to waste a lot of time with the manager calling you or whoever their higher authority is to get the discount approved. Let's say you've got some mobile homes in your park that you want to sell for $60,000. That's what you decide is the correct price for those. And someone comes in and says, ooh, I like this home, but here's the deal. I'll give you $56,000 for it. Do you take it or do you don't? Well, if your manager doesn't know, here's how it would have to work. They'd say, oh, well, I don't know if we can do that or not. Let me, let me talk to the home office and I'll get back to you. And let's say the customer is sitting there right now, checkbook in hand, because they just got an inheritance or they just got some kind of settlement. They have the money right there. Maybe they just sold their house and they're downsizing into a mobile home. Well, you're going to blow it when they can't say, okay, yeah, we'll take it because there's going to be a delay. Maybe it's going to roll things back for a day. Within that one day period, they probably went down the street and bought in a different property, which knew in advance if they could take it or not. So don't wait until you get that offer. Don't think, well, I don't want to give the manager any idea we can go any lower because then they won't fight as hard. The problem is you're going to lose the customer in doing that. These customers don't often price shop effectively and they don't follow up very well. So you need to know your discounts in advance. Finally, it's very important considering the fact that most mobile home park owners sell the homes that they bring into the park through some kind of lender 
whether it's 21st Mortgage, Performance Equity Partner, Triad, Zippy, whatever the case may be, the customer, to pull off that borrowing, to create that mortgage, they're going to have to provide some information to the lender. And where a lot of deals fall apart is not because the customer doesn't want the home and not because they can't afford the home and not because they don't have the credit to get the home. They simply need a little extra nudge or push to get the job done. It's a real pain in the rear to have to go away and get your W-2 and your income tax and all these different things that the lender is going to require, that little list of documentation, which they have, but it's just a big pain. Now, you probably remember back to high school, you had homework assignments you didn't much like to do. Maybe it was a book report, and you kept procrastinating on the book report, and then sometimes you started to rationalize why it was smart to be procrastinating on the book report. The same thing occurs with customers. When you give them homework to do that they don't really want to do, by and large, what they'll do is they just won't do it. And if you can be a little grain of sand that creates the pearl, if you can have your manager be the person who kind of holds their hand through the process for them just to obtain the items that are needed, it can make all the difference in the world. There's no question that when the manager is an active participant in helping them gather things together and giving them a little extra shove towards getting in the application, that that can have a very, very meaningful difference in how things turn out for you. Now, the five things I just mentioned to you, what's the total cost of those? Well, nearly nothing. On the rollover salesperson, you'd have to go ahead and line somebody up, but they didn't have to be a very high cost kind of job. They're not going to rack up hours and hours and hours of answering the phone. And on being open nights and weekends, that doesn't cost you anything. Just alter the hours that the office is open such that you still fall under the mandatory number of hours you already have set aside for the manager's pay. And setting up standard showing hours, that's not hard. You just have someone go and unlock the homes and lock them back at a certain time. That's not too tough. Establishing the price reductions, that's just a little strategy, a little thought, just a discussion. And then having the manager follow up with the customer on getting that application in again. There's no cost involved in that. So all of these five items are basically free or nearly free. These are all things you can take action on right now. And it can have huge benefits to the homes that you need to get sold. This is Frank Roth, the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this. Talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast. Be sure to visit us at mhpmastery.com to subscribe to the show, read our show transcriptions, and access all of our great information on mobile home park investing.